Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to Ongaku Diyu, the podcast where three friends come together and break down what's new in the Japanese music industry. This is the podcast for the week of May 17th, 2019. I'm your host, Ken, and with me we have Gray. What's happening, dudes? And once again, our good friend Renford. Hello, everyone. Woo. Luna is currently at ASEN, which by the time you already listened to this is over. So hopefully yeah. you guys had a good time. Well, I know she's fighting lines. <laughs> Line con. It's the con of lines. It's the con of lines. The break of change. Is that is that the is that the sen? The sen is not actually like censure, but it's like sen, like Japanese, like you know, line. Okay, anyway. Yeah, anyway. that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> but yeah, how have we been? Let's start with you, Gray. I have. I'm. I'm here. I'm glad to be here. I. I think that's the best I could say at this moment. It's, it's You're alive and breathing, and that's all that matters at this moment. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. But I'm glad to be here. Glad to be with you guys. It's always a highlight of my league. Yeah. How, how are you doing, Renford? Uh, I'm doing great. How was your trip? Oh, my trip. Yeah. So, um, you know, for the new listeners out there, I am living in Japan right now. I'm currently working as an ALT. And so we just recently had Golden Week. And so during my Golden Week, I got to go to Osaka and spend some time there. Um, it was really good. It was really refreshing. This year, it was 10 days. So really glad I was able to get a proper vacation in, unlike the usual. I think it's usually only like a week or something like that. But it's only like five days. Only five days. Well, I guess uh, as far as the Japanese work life goes, five days is like uh, really long. But ten days was good. But it went by really quickly. In Osaka, they had a lot of festivals throughout the duration of Golden Week. So there were two, two or three. No, there were three food festivals I went to with my girlfriend. Um, one was a meat festival. The other was just a general food festival, and the third one was a craft fair. So, it's interesting that they have those. I kind of expected it to be a lot more crowded, but I guess a lot I of I would want to go to that meat festival. Yeah, I love meat. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. The only problem was that I guess because they, it was a pretty big uh, area. Uh, I guess the venue they had. Probably costed a lot, a lot to have. What they had like forty different uh, food vendors there, uh, and they all have like stands, right? And I think they have like a little competition to see, like who gets voted in as like the best, um, like uh, vendor at the festival. So I guess it's a it's a pretty big event. They have live entertainment too. Actually, one thing I forgot to mention is at that meat festival, they had an idol stage. So. The other two festivals, they all have like live performers, local performers playing, but at the meat festival, in particular, they only had local idol groups. So throughout the whole week, they also had a timetable, with, geez, I want to say they had maybe twenty different, twenty or thirty different idol groups. Unfortunately, I haven't heard of any of them. Uh, they were all great though. Um, but they I, were definitely I, I can't hear any more about this this meat festival, man. I I'm too jealous now. <laughs> just like the like, if you're not feeling jealousy coming through the computer, okay. oh my lord, it's it's emanating say, from me. Uh, I was gonna say, Gray. It sounds like I know where you're going next year. <laughs> yes, 
Keep in mind, this today for lunch, I kid you not, I had a whole rack of ribs. Ooh. <laughs> so... I love my meat. <laughs> I love my idols. So I, I will, I will shake a dude to get there. That I promise. Yeah, it it, it, it was so, great. Sounds so wrong. Yeah, I, I, I was gonna say. I say what I mean and mean what I say. Yeah, I, I think there was a reason they decided to have that uh, combination. But anyway, it, it so that was that was good. Um, but it went by too quickly, unfortunately. So, you know, here I am. I'm alive. And just like Gray, I am happy to be here. What about you? Yeah. Ken. I'm, I'm alive. Golden Week was amazing. <laughs> and I have to do any reports to Japan. And then all of a sudden, I get like from 10 to 15 Q to 270 Qs. That, that was always good. To yeah, that's where everybody went, right? That's why, despite having all of these events in Japan, there weren't that many people. And I guess the assumption was that um, it's good to have those events for the people that decide to stay, because surely a lot of people like to just take it easy during Golden Week. But I would say, and this is just a number I'm pulling out of nowhere, but it, I, I, I would guess maybe half of the people would go on vacation somewhere right whether it's within japan or overseas so i can assume a lot of people went to you know hawaii right yeah that they did (laughs) (laughs) that they did my friend but yeah with that let's continue in on to what we've been listening to and uh once again let's start with you gray uh well Mostly this week, I've actually been listening to a lot of Nogi Zaka 46. I've been going back and listening to some of their older stuff. Of course you would. (laughs) (laughs) I really liked Sing It Out. It was like a really, really good music video and song. And I wanted to go back and listen to Synchronicity because those two songs have like the same feel and vibe. And I I mean, it's it's directed by the same guy, so I would assume Uh. so. Well, he's winning in my book. So, so I yeah, I went back and I listened to that, and uh, I listened to more Gang Parades older stuff, which was really really cool. I still think, I still think the last song that they released is probably my favorite that they do, but their older stuff is really good too. And other than that, you know, I I listen to LOL all the every week, so. I, I won't mention I listened to LOL. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you like that news that news article I sent you the other day, right? Yes, yes, I did. It was a great, it was a great, great news article. Yeah, one of them was uh, modeling, and it's interesting. You can look that for yourself on modelpress.com. You do know she's my favorite, right? No, I just kind of guess. <laughs> <laughs> she's my favorite. I love Hebe cool. Key. <laughs> Yeah. What about you, Renfro? What were you listening to the last couple weeks? I haven't been listening to anything new, per se, uh, as far as Japanese releases go. I have been listening to a fair amount of Western releases. However, I always find myself coming back to this shoegaze indie band based in Tokyo. I think I mentioned them in my self-introduction the last time I was on. 
uh, Luby Sparks, if any of our listeners are familiar with them. They are a great band. Uh, still somewhat under the radar. I feel like they got a decent amount of media coverage from like publica- smaller publications. And, you know, they're on Space Shower Music. So they, were, they had some momentum and they still have some going. Uh, they, they're growing more and more every day. But I, I feel like uh, they're still not as popular as they should be. Uh, they definitely play music that sounds like early shoegaze from the 90s in the UK. Um, they're really good. My favorite release is their self-titled LP, Luby Sparks. It came out in January. It came out on January 24th, 2018. So I've been listening to that frequently since then. Um, my favorite songs on that album are Tangerine and The Short-Lived Girl. If you're into shoegaze or dream pop or anything that's very reverby and atmospheric you should check them out they're really good uh, all their song lyrics are in english so and they have a more recent release uh lost i'm lost in sadness which came out at the end of last year uh november 7th so they're just really consistent and i've been listening to them a lot um, what about you ken I've been listening to the Rave U Starlight soundtrack because goddamn that game. I hate it with a passion, but I have been listening to that, my juicy playlist, like usual. I went back to Pop and Party, mostly because they're doing the No Girls No Cry collaboration with Silent Siren this weekend. Well, this past weekend by the time this airs, but I've been kind of going back through their older stuff, and I'm just like, mm, yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know, I love Choco Corone, and I, <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait till, um, Choco Corone. we, Choco yeah, I can't wait till, uh, we go see Rosalia, actually, and I can't wait till we just die, because we're just gonna be so exhausted. <laughs> oh, should we talk about that a little bit? Oh, yeah, I guess we should, so... During the time that I'm going to be going to Japan this time around, I'm mostly going to go see Rosalia, but also the Rock in Japan Festival is going to be air- uh, having their first day during that time. Yes. And our favorite band in the whole wide world, Narukataki, is going to be on the first day. So I, uh, we decided that we're going to go see that. Yeah, so that's going. That's that will be on August 3rd. Yeah, the first day of the Rock in Japan Festival is on August 3rd. Uh, the final lineup has not come out yet for the entire festival. However, the current lineup has Narkoitaki, The Hiatus, um, other ads like Golden Bomber. Um, yeah, you, you can check it out on your own. It, it should be under rockinjapanfestival.com. And if not, you know, a quick Google search will find it. But um, the day yes, after yes, that, yes. on August 4th, we are planning planning to make the trip all the way to see the Rosalia concert at Fuji-Q Highland. And yeah, yeah, that's the main reason why we're going to go, actually. You know what's sad is, so Rock, Rock in Japan, it's like, I believe it's in Ibaraki or nearby Ibaraki. Yeah, it's in, it's in Ibaraki, I believe. Yeah, it's in Ibaraki, which is like a good hour and a half away from Tokyo. So we're going from there straight to Fuji-Q, which is on the edge of uh, Yamanashi, I believe. 
Yes, yes, Yamanashi yes. and uh, Kanagawa. So that's a good. How long will that that lovely train ride? Be? I'm not sure. I'm I'm expecting it to take at least, at least two three hours. Or four hours. Yeah, 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 probably at three least. or four. Yeah. I mean, if we t- if we're gonna be nice and uh, money conservative, we're gonna be taking the bus, right? <laughs> yeah, ideally, but I mean. You know, if we were trying to save money, we wouldn't be going to see Rosalia or to the Rock in Japan Festival. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if if we're going to go um, all out, we may as well, it, you know, everything else is an afterthought at that point, right? Yeah, and as uh, Joker said, you'll never see it coming. <laughs> <sighs> but, yeah, besides that, I've been not listening to much things, just... My juicy playlist, the review Starlight stuff, and a couple Bang Dream stuff, mm. but yeah, nothing much. But yeah, with that, let's continue on to the news, and for the most part, it's majority all re- release news, so bear with us. So the first one is that Kodakumi is going to bring back her re-live tour for 2019 she revealed that during her fan club website and her instagram that she'll be bringing back some classic hits from her live tours back in the day so specifically her black cherry tour and her japanese tour back in 2007 2013 respectively what's interesting is they're not going to do kingdom and if you guys don't know about that, it's mostly because all the Kingdom stuff was during around that time that she had that controversy. Oh, okay. I wasn't aware of that, that there was that connection there. Yeah, that's the reason why the album didn't sell as well and the tickets didn't sell as well for that specific live tour. I see. I see. It's because, <laughs> yeah, because of her radio controversy that she did a while back during that time. But yeah, tickets are going to be available on May 21st for the fan clubs and May 27th for the majority of So hopefully you guys are able to go and watch that if you guys are in Japan. So it's really good. Yeah, or you, you can, know, come Black Japan, Cherry. can come to Japan. Yeah, yeah. Black, uh, Black Cherry is personally one of my favorite albums by her. So yeah, it's really good nonetheless. And going on up, it is Izumi Kawasoda is going to be releasing her best her second best of album the the last which is of uh, 13 years ago so it's pretty interesting she's a f- kind of a famous seiyu term singer as of what is the majority of right now and what's popular anyway but yeah she'll be releasing her second best of album called sora best 2 and it will be released on july 21st 24th excuse me and we'll have 12 tracks total one of them which will consist of your favorite band union square gardens and and ogu she'll actually be a part of the 50th anniversary tribute album which is also listening around the same time so I'm, it's pretty interesting that she's doing that <laughs> yeah i so yeah, I, i'm just kind of wondering how that sort of collaboration came to be right yeah, well, I think because Union Square Garden during that time, they were asking for a bunch of tribute artists, and I guess she was one of them that kind of stepped forth for it. Oh, I, I guess she's just using using that fame to just plug her own album mm. while she's at it also. So you can pre-order everything on our site and look at the lovely track list if you guys want to. But yeah, 
Yeah, I listened to um the video for Time Capsule. I mean, I saw the video for Time Capsule. I like the song a lot. I am actually I wasn't familiar with Izumi Kawasoda before reading this article, but I like that this song Time Capsule really has a, like clam bon clam esque vibes. If you're familiar with that band, you know, sort of piano, um, jazz, poppy sort of mm-hmm. vibe to it, right? But yeah, continuing on up, it is Flayin. And she's also going to be doing a best of album to commemorate her 10th anniversary in the music industry. While it's going to be titled Mine As Rock, and it will be released on July 24th. And if you guys don't know, she contributed such theme songs such as Blade Break, Canon and Girls Bravo, and many more. And will be released on an amazing four disc set, three CDs and a Blu-ray which will include a bunch of music videos from the album. Unfortunately, there are no information of the track listing as of this time, but you can check out the pre-orders on our site through CD Japan and the uh, the music video for B- Blood Teller on our site also. Yeah, if you're a fan, I believe it's a decent deal because Mind is Rock, the three CDs plus the Blu-ray, is pre-selling for uh, 4,500 yen. Usually, I, I feel like I see a lot of these anniversary releases go for a lot more than that, right? So, But yeah, with that continuing on up, it is Tomohisa Yamashita, or more familiarly known as the lovely member Yampi from the group News. And she, he announced that he'll be bringing a brand new single called Change, which will drop on June 19th. And it will serve as the Japanese dra- uh, the opening theme for the Japanese drama In Hand, which also stars Yampi. Yamapi commented that if you, ke- if you listen to your heart and follow your passion while keeping your convictions strong and not be swept away by the world, you can change the future for the better. And he hopes that, that the song will bring hope to someone's heart and that it could change someone's mind pretty much. So basically he's becoming a phantom thief is what I'm getting from this. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. also don't forget that he wrote the lyrics with all his heart so that he could be someone's hope. So is the song supposed to serve as his uh, calling card? Yeah, it's a calling card. So. <laughs> Good God. Okay. But regardless, <laughs> it's coming in for additions. And I'll have a CD-only regular edition. And you can check out all the lovely other editions on our site. And you can also pre-order everything along with the truck listing. Per the years that Johnny always has like more than like two <laughs> or three of them. He has to do four. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. <laughs> That's yeah, how they make their money. Place. That's how they make their money. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and the, the next, next one's going to make even more money. <laughs> or at least they're trying. At least they're trying. So for the next one, we have iZone has a they have announced their second single that they will be dropping on June 26th. The single has been titled Buenos Aires, and there are a lot of additions to this thing. So the grand total, do you gentlemen want to take a guess without looking at the article? For how many additions there are? Yes. Um, well, nine? if they're going with the... Korean standard, I would assume one for each member, probably. <laughs> oh. And 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 Ken is correct. There's a total of sixteen. Oh my editions. Jesus Christ! <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> there is indeed a so there is the there's the A edition, there is the B edition, 
There is what is called the Wise One Edition. There is a bundle for the A and B edition. And then there is a Wise One Edition for each member of the group. Ah. Totaling a staggering 16 editions. So if you're excited for iZone's second single, uh, you can pre-order it on the site. And if you're not familiar with iZone, you can also check out their last single, Vilota. I don't know how to say that. Also on the site. Yes, yeah, so I wanted to talk briefly about iZone. If people aren't familiar with this group, this is the group that was born out of the multimedia project uh, Produce48, right? Yes. Which I'm, was I'm 90, a, yeah. a very popular... Um, more or less like making the band sort of show, uh, which featured a lot of half um, K-pop up-and-coming artists, half uh, J-pop artists, mainly from the 48 groups, if you're familiar with them. And so it makes sense that, you know, over the course of the show, you know, members got eliminated until you had the final lineup, which became iZone. And so each member has a lot of fans, right? Because, you know, people would watch the show because they would... Uh, support their particular you know favorite member and so I guess it makes sense for them to have a special edition for each individual member in case you are a stan of that particular girl right yeah I I have been wondering one question is it iZone or is it is one because it's 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 the k-pop and j-pop oh I idols uh, acting I, as yes. one yes I apologize so I would it be is one I think it's is one i I I, oh, I've always said iZone too. No, no, no. So. I, I think I remember looking this up briefly before, and yeah, you're right. I think it's is one. Yeah, I mean it's a little confusing, anyways, because I mean there's just an, it's this iz asterisk and then one one o one zero o n e. I don't know how to word right now. Yes, please don't get upset at, at us for for getting the names wrong. We uh we I I like this single a lot, the uh, Violetta. Yeah. It's, it's, oh, okay. That's yeah. The production value for it was really high. Um, I like the sort of atmospheric sort of EDM tone they're going with it. It's it's a good song. So moving on to the next one, we have a brand new debut for an, a new idol group. So Hello Projects is launching a new idol group called Beyonds. <laughs> I, I, I hope I captured enough of the O's right. And so they are, their debut single is being released on August 7th. Beyonds is a brand new idol group. It is consistent of 12 members and their up and coming single. It's going to be a triple A side single. So, you know, they're going full bar for their very first one. So far, only the first track has been revealed, which is Megane no Otoko no Ko. Now, the single itself is going to come in three editions. There's going to be three standards and three limited editions. The standards will come with just a CD and the limited editions will come with both a CD and a DVD. And the limited editions will also have an event lottery serial number card, which is only eligible in Japan. Ah. So. Let me, let me for one talk to my inner Greg Miller and yell, Beyond! 
<laughs> yeah, I was wondering, is uh, Tsunku or somebody else uh, high up in Hello Project uh, a fan of Greg Miller? Because when I saw this name, that's the only thing that came to my mind. I was like, Beyond! <laughs> mm. <laughs> you, know, I have a, you know I have a Beyond t-shirt, right? Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah, I do. Here's what you should do. You should wear that t-shirt, go to a Beyond show, <laughs> and see if anybody <laughs> notices the difference. <laughs> well, the that t-shirt doesn't have enough O's. <laughs> to be fair, you can get like a post-it or something, or like one of, one of like those name <laughs> type stickers, and like put extra O's, like put like all the extra O's, and like you know the arrow pointing upward, like uh, you're inserting those O's in the middle, right? O's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. How many O's is there? One, two, three, four, five, five O's. Five O's. I wonder if there's any significance to that. When I look at the um logo for the yeah they should have done 12 they should have done 12 and o for each member it looks like the o's is actually supposed to be like a chain link because i am on um the hello project wiki and you know the name has like a specific styling for their logo and it looks like it's the o's kind of form like a chain but i'm i'm not sure if that's what it's supposed to look like or if it's supposed to be something else but anyway anyway yeah (laughs) yes if you're excited or interested in Beyonds, you can check, you can pre-order your preferred edition on our website. Oh, by the way, we and just a disclaimer, we are not affiliated with IGN or the lovely good people at at kindoffunny.incorporated. So, nor are to we to continue on yeah, here. Yeah, and we're not affiliated <laughs> with the Hello Project Wiki or uh, fandom.com at <laughs> all. But but if any of the above mission want to give us a shout out, they are more than welcome to. Yes, yes, yes. I think we have to pay for a Patreon. <laughs> oh, well, you're not wrong there. But yeah, continuing on here, it is the lovely four-member idol group, Momoido Cover Zerto, dropped the music video previewing their newest track, Tamashino Tabemono, on their official YouTube channel. This will be included on their self-entitled album, Momoido Clover Z, dropping today, actually, May 17th. Woo woo! Woo woo. It was written by Yuho Iwasato and composed by Masaru Yokoyama, and the pair wanted to craft a much more mature theme of the darkness of the heart for Tamashi no Tapemono. To reach that full potential for this specific theme, they employed a lovely, lovely small string orchestra to play the tempo for the song, which is fairly, fairly rare in the idol genre, in my opinion. Across that, they interspersed several beautiful scenes of across of nature with a smoky outline of the girls and the orchestra throughout the video. And if you guys are interested, Momoido Clover Z will have three editions, which you can check more so onto our site. You can also check out the lovely preview for the music video in question and the track listing for Momoido Clover Z on our site. I do like the special edition type A because it is a riff on the Avengers. Oh, is, is that what that's supposed to be? I thought it was a riff on Super Sentai. I mean, it could be, but it seems more in line that she she's doing the, the thing where she has the gauntlet in her hand. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> and Rainy looks like the Black Widow pose in the, the front there. So, But yeah, I'm excited. I really do love Momo to Clover Z. Yes. And... 
Yes, our our lovely, lovely friend Jado also loves the Green Member, uh, who unfortunately is no longer with us. She's alive. She's just not with the. She's, she's not in the band anymore. I mean, the the group. But yeah, she she is continuing on. But I think his heart was even more broken because it found out she's dating like some businessman. Ah, oh, that's that, that's rough. That's rough hearing. Uh, I mean, you get out of the idol industry just so that you can date for the most part, right? Yeah. That's what it looks like in my in my my short time covering all this stuff. That seems to be the consistentness. Like anytime, like somebody's leaving the industry. This is like a week to maybe a month later, and then they'll be in the news again. Like, hey, they're dating this dude. Aha! Um, oh man. What? Oh man. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to say anything because like a lot of AKB48 members are like just coming out now. Hey, I'm getting married. Oh, and I'm also knocked up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it happens. Yeah. What did you it guys does. think about the track "Tamashi no Tabemono" and the video? I, I did like it. I loved it. Yeah, I think aesthetically it 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 really matches Momoito Clover Z because I always thought they were one of the more flexible idol groups, right? I had a brief discussion with Ken mm. about this before the podcast, but you know, I by this point in time Momoito Clover Z has a pretty extensive discography and they've covered, you know, a lot of different sort of styles, but regardless it always feels like a Momoito Clover Z song because it's really the members themselves that add the personality to it. And so hearing the instrumentation for Tamashino Tabemono, it kind of reminded me of um, sort of like how when I first listened to Neo Stargate, which is the opening track on Fifth Dimension. Like, mm-hmm. So it, I, I unfortunately haven't been able to really look up any additional details for this release uh, as, far, as well as any other singles that may be tied to it. But uh, yeah, I, I'm looking forward to it a lot. Yeah, you know, with Momoito Clovers, they're they're a staple in the industry now, mm-hmm. and they're they're literally the bar next to the Forty Eights. But I think for any any company that wants to be, or any group that wants to be a idol group, for the most part, Momoito Clover is that bar. I think I think there are you you could separate it into two slightly different standards, right? I mean, they all operate under like the I idealized idol image but you know there you could break it up into two different groups right because you have like the super groups like the big groups that have a lot of members right and maybe that they have their own sort of aesthetic that they want to appeal uh towards but then you have a lot of these smaller like uh, indie idol groups right and i think maybe momoito clover Z would be one of the main like forerunners as like you know the leading small idol group for them to like look to as an example, right? Mm, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, there are other like amazing uh, smaller idol groups as well, but yeah, they're they're one of the best in my opinion. So, continuing on, it is Yoko Hamasaki announces that she will be returning to her solo career with two brand new albums. If you guys do not know her, she is the lead singer for the band. Urban Garde, and she announced that she will be bringing a brand new album called Buying Love on July 3rd. This will be the latest release by Hamasaki since her album Blue Forest back in 2016. And she hopes that with this album, it shows the world that she had stepped up as a singer, so to speak, 
And, you know, it's pretty interesting because she's teaming up with uh, music producer Toshiki Kudomatsu. And he's been in the industry for a while, too. So mm-hmm. it's interesting that she was able to kind of nab him, so to speak. <laughs> yeah. Bind Love will drop with seven tracks total, five is five of which is written by and composed by Hamasaki herself. And that's not all. She also announced that she will be release, re- releasing a remastered version of her debut album, Film Noir, upgrading the title to Film Noir Ultime, which will also release on July 3rd. The album will not only have the original six releases, but three new ones as well, so totaling it out as nine tracks. And unfortunately, at the time of we're recording, there's no pre-order links, but we'll update you guys. When there are. In the meantime, go check out the lovely, lovely track listing of Blind Love and Film Noir Ultime on our site and the her latest track, Angel of Suffocation, also on the site. I have a quick question. This doesn't really have uh, much to do with the music itself, but for the video Angel of Suffocation, I was wondering if either of you would know about this. It... Is this what it looks like when you make soap? I have I no idea. The video basically has like a bunch of different like colors, uh, and it looks like they're adding like um, it, it's it's like liquid, right? So I was wondering if they're basically showing like how to make soap, but never mind. How to make how to make design <laughs> soap? <laughs> okay. Designer soap just for you. Okay, but yeah. <laughs> It's the, the angel suffocation line <laughs> brought to you by Hamasaki. <laughs> Is that how we're suffocating the angels with the soap? Yes, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah. All right. The next is yours. Yes. Uh, so we're going to talk about news again. They're, they're, they're all the news as of late. Okay. Now that I've done my one. Okay. <laughs> so in all seriousness, uh, News uh, is coming out with a new single. It's the it's going to be called Top Gun and Love Story. It's a double A-side single. It's going to be released on June 12th. And Top Gun is going to be used as the intro theme for Yotsuba Ginko Harashima Hiromi Ga Monomosu. Kono hito ni kakero. I I hope I did not butcher that too hard. The Top Gun slash Love Story is being released in two different editions. The standard edition will be a CD only, while the limited editions will come with a DVD. But each DVD for the edition is going to be a little unique. So the DVD for the first limited edition will have a making of and a music video clip top gun while the second limited edition will have a music video clip of love story and each member uh you go you can pre-order all this on the site and you can also check out the track listing for each individual edition on the site. All right, so the next article we're going to talk about is something I'm super excited about. I I will probably pick this up 
I just I I have to wait till I get paid, so I'll pro I'll I'll probably be placing my order on Monday for this. So, uh, Little Glee Monster has announced that they are releasing a recording of one of their concerts at Nippon Bu Budo. Budokan, I don't know why I couldn't pronounce that. This <laughs> past yes. Budokan. This this past February sixth, uh, the track listing for this thing just looks dope. I, I, I like in all seriousness, like there's just some of my absolute favorite songs on this. They have over uh, Dakara Hitoli Janai, Seishun Photograph, uh, Jupiter, just like th this. Uh, Sukida is also on this. Like this concert just looks insane. Just looking at the track listing alone, I I I'm really really want to pick this up. Uh, it comes in uh, four editions. There's the standard edition, the limited press edition, the limited edition with DVD, and then limited edition with Blu-ray. Which I'll probably get the blue. If I get any one, it'll be the Blu-ray edition. And it just, uh, this this looks insane. Like I I really really want this. Yeah, this is a really long set list. Was it? Do you happen to know if it was a really long concert or is it like a condensed, um, I guess set list from like multiple days? Ah, uh, I don't know. I will say that my LOL Blu-ray that I bought back in. February, that was also twenty five. Oh, I see, and that was only that was only like an hour and forty minutes. It's not too long. Okay, okay, yeah. Actually, looking so, at it, looking at it now, I think this is all in one go because the first track is open yeah. and the last is ending. So, well, yeah. So, and and I I I am excited for this. So, I, I will probably be picking this up. I don't know if I said that. Yeah. No, I didn't say the release date. It'll be available on June 19th. So not too much longer now, just a little over a month away. All right. Moving on up to the next article. I get to talk about another group with a lot of uh, additions. So <laughs> this is exciting. So uh, Niji no Conquistador is dropping, has dropped two brand new video music videos for their upcoming summer album. Called I O Kokoro ni Summer to Oshieo. The first music video is for the first uh, track on the single. It's called Waiting Wedding. So if you ever wanted to see Niji no Conquistador, like the entire band in wedding dresses, this is your opportunity because every one of them's in a wedding dress. It's actually kind of a cute music video, but I liked. The second one more, which is uh, Japonifisu, which is like Japanese festival, and they're all in kimonos. And I think that one was way more adorable, honestly. I o kokoro ni summer to oshieo is getting a staggering eight editions. There's there's a standard edition, there is a limited edition, and then they have all the girls. They have the girls in pairs. And they're in various colored editions, you know, for the rainbow. We have the track listing for all eight of of the uh, versions because each 
individual edition has a unique remix for the fourth song. So each one of them is a little different. And if you have a favorite girl, you can scroll through and find the one, find the, the version that your favorite girl is going to be on. Now, if you're interested, you can pre-order yours. Uh, it does come out July 10th. So if, if that, if that's your thing, more power to you. I actually really liked, uh, the Japanese festival one. So yeah, I enjoyed both of them actually. Like, uh, I like how waiting wedding has, uh, you know, kind of, um, a big kind of punk rock, uh, instrumentation. <laughs> yeah. And I, but I, I like I the just... contrast because like the J- Japanese festival, um, has more of your, your, your typical, like, uh, um, idol idolish. Yeah. yeah. But, but they're both good. So, well, I I like the I like the music video for Wedding Wedding just to see them dancing in wedding dresses. I thought I felt like that was cute, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that was legitimately cute. So, Prairie Gabby, <laughs> all the lovely additions there. But yeah, continuing on, it is Okinawan-born vocalist Naz will be making her debut with her single Juski. I think I believe that's how you pronounce it. I'm not entirely sure, but I believe it's Juski, and all drop on july 24th she originally debuted with tomita Labs' song ocean back in august of 2018 and tomita was so impressed by her strong vocals she soon signed another collaboration with them again tomita along with several members of the music production wonk will produce juki and nas will be taking writing duties for two of the songs songs on the track which will have five tracks total she will also be doing a cover of Nancy Sinatra's famous tracks, These Boots Are Made For Walking, along with Naz's track Fair, which just dropped earlier this week on the Apple Musics. So if you guys are interested to hear her style, go right ahead. Fortunately, no pre-orders are available as of right now, but you can check back later and we'll make sure we'll update you guys then. In the meantime, check out the track listing and the music video for Fair on our site, it's interesting because she sings all in English. Yeah, she's a really good singer. Um, if if uh, Luna was around, I, I think she would have enjoyed this. Yes, I told her specifically, listen to her, because <laughs> I knew she would like this. <laughs> but yeah, continuing on up, it is Inoran. If you guys don't know who he is, he was more famously known as the former guitarist for the band Luna C. So oh. Visual K people unite there but yeah he kind of broke up into the industry as a solo act after that but he'll be releasing a brand new album called 2019 on june 7th and this will be his latest original album since thank you back in 2016 and his third album overall it will have two editions a cd only standard edition and a limited edition dubbed the perfect box addiction edition not addiction (laughs) excuse me there the perfect ed- this particular edition will include not only the album but a DVD featuring several music videos along with a vinyl version of the album itself. A must grab for fans, which I'm very interested in because I've been on this huge vinyl kick as of late. So, if you guys are interested, he will be also having a lovely, lovely tour called Cowboy Punish It starting on. August 21st if you guys are in the fan club or August 25th for everyone else. You can check out the music video for I'm Here With You along with the pre-order links on our site. 
So I'm interested to see how this goes because I haven't heard much about him in a long, long time. Right. Were Were you a fan of Lunacy? Because I know, Ken, you were um a fan of a Visual K acts back in the day, right? Yeah, I was a fan of Visual K. However, our mutual friend um, Joey was a more of a fan of them. Mm, Joey right, and the right. twins were actually were more f- uh, friends of Lunacy. Actually, they turned me on to Lunacy mm, if I remember correctly I back in the day. But it's interesting nonetheless. But yeah, continuing on up is our very famous band on our indie corner here, Not Crytaki, announced that they will be releasing a brand new uh, mini album titled Memories on July 24th. Dubbed the group's self-cover mini album, Memories will be the latest release by the band since one back in December of last year. The lead guitarist Asahi remarked that the are very excited with this album stating that they experimented with different sounds and styles for the album and hope that fans are just as excited as they are and keeping to its word it'll encompass several different unique styles such as a more upbeat tune for their song Jackpack Nada Odeyan Son Son and a more mixture of vocal style with their song Yurefua Jukai Girl and will release with eight tracks total. Memories is looking to be an album to stand out from the rest. I am looking forward to this very, very much so. <laughs> yes, yes. Same. Same. But yeah, no pre-order links, unfortunately, are available at this time, but you can check out their song, Asta Date, on our site, along with the track listing on our site, too. So, actress and singer Mone Kamishiraishi, uh, if you're... If you think you might be familiar with that name, she is the Seiyu who voiced the lead character in Your Name, Mitsuha Miyamizu. I don't know why I can't talk today. She has announced that she will be releasing a brand new mini album on July 10th titled I, in a lowercase. I will be released in a standard and a limited edition, and the... Limited edition comes with a bonus track and a DVD and a DVD with a music video. You can pre-order your copy of I on our site. And it'll release on July 10th, right? Oh, did I not say that? <laughs> I did say that. I did say that. <laughs> I'm just messing with you this time. Uh, <laughs> <dang>, it. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this because I did love your name. <laughs> yes. So it's interesting that she will be continuing on as a, as an artist compared to just being a Seiyu or actress herself. So I'm yeah. looking forward to it nonetheless. All right. Moving on up to the next. Morning Musume has announced that they will be dropping a brand new single that is due out on July 12th. This single is titled, it's going to be a double A side and it's titled Jinsei Blues and Seishun Night. It's going to be released in a total of five editions. All of the editions do come with a DVD. And if you are a Morning Musume fan, you are welcome to go ahead and pre-order your copy on the site. And we do have a comprehensive track listing for all the versions. Moving on to our last release news of the day. We have a group. I had actually never heard of these guys before. And I so I checked out the music video 
for before writing the article. And I gotta say, I kind of really, really like them. I this they are available on iTunes, so if you do want to check these guys out, you can. But four member male idol group Weber has announced that they're going to be releasing their first major album titled Deception, which which will be released on June 26th. The new album's going to have several of their already previously released singles like Ballin' and their most recent single, Ready. There's going to be three editions that are going to, it's going to be released in a standard, a special, and a limited. And so if you're interested to try these guys out, by all means, the also the album covers are really cool. You can only check those out by going to the site now. So go to the site, check them out, and you can pre-order your copy on the site as well. Yeah, I really like this music video for Ready because um, it's a really mellow song, right? Like uh, they have, they're really good singers, but they have really mellow, uh, gentle voices, right? So I like how there's a, a driving drum beat underlying this sort of you know gentle ballad which gives it like a, a nice kick a nice boost of energy it's a really nice song with a really catchy melody so yeah i never heard of these guys before this but i would be actually i want to check them out for sure all right now moving on to our only news that is is not a new release news and unfortunately well it's kind of good news but it's kind of sad news too uh, so Tetsuya from Exile is, he is, I guess he's had like a bum knee now for a while, uh, cause he's been living with a, uh, misplaced kneecap for two years uh, yikes. and he's been, he's been getting partial treatment for it, but, and he's like, I mean, he's been, and I mean, you know, Exile, they do all the, like, they do a lot of crazy dancing and stuff like that, but he hasn't had it like fully put back into place, so uh, he's he's going to do that now. He's he's going to go and uh, get full treatment and get his kneecap back where it's supposed to be. And obviously, this is going to be a very long recovery. But Exile will be performing at LDH Perfect next year, and he is really determined to be at that performance. So we wish him the best of luck. We wish him speedy recovery, and um, we look forward to seeing him back in the on the stage. Mm. As a man that has knee surgery done to him, yet yeah, it freaking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've never had knee surgery, but I, I can't imagine like just just the fact that he's been performing with a dislocated kneecap just t- I don't blows my mind because I. Ew, it sounds painful. Yeah. Yeah, you you have to land perfectly with each step. Otherwise, you end up messing up your oh knee knees even more to the point that it could just run ball, ball to joint, and that's not good. <laughs> yeah, I have had shoulder issues for a long time. I had to get physical therapy for it. I haven't done it fully as I'm supposed to, so I still have pain. Uh, every day but i couldn't imagine you know having to dance on a dislocated knee <laughs> yeah <laughs> like like right. all the time like i i Ugh. i think look I, I don't care what the fans 
say, you know, I'm sure a lot of his fans would be like, oh, please rest, right? But I know he doesn't want to let them down, and that's why he hasn't gotten yeah. it fully fixed. But yeah, he, I don't care if Exile doesn't, like, if they have to take a break while he recovers, he should not be dancing on or doing anything on a dislocated kneecap that has not been fully treated. <laughs> no, he's been doing this terrible. for two years. Yeah, that He's been doing this for two years. Yeah, the thing is, like, if you have that sort of injury and you just kind of let it go for, like, two years, like, it's probably really messed up now, right? Oh, yeah, I imagine. So, like, probably if he had taken, like, the time to get it properly treated he probably would have had less recovery and he wouldn't be out nearly as long. Yeah, but we appreciate we appreciate his work ethic and we wish him a speedy recovery. As a guy that has gone through knee injury before, it 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 sucks and I wish him all the best and a speedy recovery. And with that, we are going to continue on to our music corner and this week it was my turn once again. And it is Ghost Lie Girlfriend and Ghost Like Girlfriend is the solo project of singer-songwriter Ken Okabayashi, which started back in 2017. Originally to be a one-and-done project, Okabayashi actually brings something fresh and new to the fusion genre, a genre which is already pretty, pretty crowded as of late with the new style of music that is hitting Japan right now. While, you know, he has these kind of dulcet vocals that might be a turnoff for some, it is to be commendable because when combined with several different compositions, it makes it like that missing puzzle piece that just makes the song whole. And coupled with his understanding on how and when to intersplice particular beats and melodies, a skill which not all artists with this genre particularly have a, a well knowledge with, it's, it's a thing that is put perfect so to speak. And, you know, it's put to the forefront with this track, Shut Up. Shut It Up. Not Shut Up. <laughs> Excuse me there. Shut It Up, where his vocals, albeit very jarring for first-time listeners, become something that just clicks together when the entire song composition is mixed in. Which, for me, that's why I immediately thought when I first listened to the song. The intro to this song is so, so jarring and abrupt that I, I always skipped the song for the first time. And then I, and I actually did the music corner. I actually sat down and listened to it. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is actually an amazing song. Once you get through about the halfway part of the song, it's it's actually amazing. And, you know, it ends up coalescing, so to speak, as a, a, a nice track, which I just love. And, you know, he also does this on the opposite spectrum with his tracks Want Like Lover and Sand, which blurs, blurs that line of what fusion is and actually takes it a step further. And, you know, it makes it into something that gels perfectly together. You know, and it's it's interesting nonetheless because I only liked his song Fallen, and I was kind of turned off originally by several of his other tracks, but it wasn't until... I kind of sat down and kind of just went through his entire discography was I was really turned on by him, so to speak. You know, currently he has three EPs under his Go For Like Girlfriend moniker, Weakness, Witness, and Witness, which was released in 2017, 2018, and 2019, respectively. And he also has an upcoming album called Virgin, which, which he signed under Emmy Records, which will drop on June 19th. 
You can pre-order it on the site if you guys are interested. You can also check out his website, which is interestingly designed. I'm actually so amazed by his um, web design team for that. And you can also check out the song Want Like Lover on our site below. So, I want to hear your thoughts on this gray first. Well, I will say this. I find it really hard to believe that there would be a human being on the face of this planet that wouldn't like this man's vocals. I mean, it it could be strange because it's just so it's so soft spoken. That's why, yeah. Yeah, but it's just I, I guess I guess maybe it's just has the way it blends with like the song composition or something like that. But I mean, to me, I love his vocals. Like, like they're amazing to me. I I really really liked Ghostlight Girlfriend. I I wasn't certain what to expect, especially with the name with the name Ghostlight Girlfriend. But it was is really interesting and really different. I I think my favorite song I really really liked Sands, but I think my favorite song was Before the Sunny Morning. That's yeah yeah before before Sunny Morning. Sorry, I don't know what took so. Long. Yeah, I that was my favorite. I just I just really liked that that song. I felt like that that was a song that. I, Really felt like it opened up like a world to me, and I just wanted to spend like three minutes in that world, and I would want to go back. And I know that's a weird way to talk about a song, but that's how I felt listening to it. It's just like this, like, like when you watch like the music video and like you 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 pair it with with the music. It's just it just felt really nice at home, and I I I, I, I that to me was just like really cool, and and uh, this was really good. That was a really good pick. You know what's very interesting that I've noticed when I was covering his his songs is he's never f- featured in any of the music videos. Yeah, I, I was I was curious if he ever shows up in any of his own music videos, but I, I guess not. And Redford, I turned him on to you when you were living here in Hawaii, mostly because I mostly just shoved it down your throat <laughs> at that time. Uh, yeah, I listen like- to this. <laughs> I, I I like goes like girlfriend a lot. I it's it's interesting to note, I guess. His the difference in the styles that he tries to pursue, right? Like he, I know in the article you referred to his genre more or less as being a fusion genre, and yeah, to me, he's really reminiscent of the sort of musician, an artist that was prevalent back during the early city pop days in the '90s, right? Because like you had a lot of mm. a lot of elements that maybe sounded more like, uh, like, like dream pop indie rock you know ambient sort of um music but you also incorporate electronic elements and he has uh, like interesting more experimental songs like like you mentioned with shut it up right for shut it up uh, the initial first half of the song yeah it's he kind of loops his his well he doesn't loop his vocals but it, he just kind of experiments with uh, not just doing straight pop right so yeah. it's it's interesting to see him as sort of like one of the forerunners for the current era of city pop, right? Because there's that sort of city pop revival that's going on right now, right? With like Ghost Like Girlfriend. You could group a lot of other artists in there too, like Tender, um, The Awesome City Club, um, just to name a few um, off the top of my head. And yeah, so I really like his EP Witness, I've pro- probably listened to that one the most. My girlfriend also likes it a lot. Um, and I, I, on that EP, I like Room. 
I don't believe Room has. Oh yeah, Room is a Room is a really yeah. Good song. I don't think Room has a music video, but it's he has a really good sense of generating atmosphere, which matches his the tone of his voice, right? The tonal quality of his voice because the timbre of his voice is it's not. He doesn't have a lot of um, presence necessarily, right? Like he he. It's interesting that the name he chose is Ghost Like Girlfriend because he has like a very you know, soothing kind of gentle kind of voice, right? And so he really uses that to his advantage by crafting these soundscapes that you can can kind of get lost in, right? He's not, you know, yeah. he's not setting the tone necessarily for like a super uh, upbeat dance party or anything like that, but he's setting, you know, these soundscapes of these like chill vibes, right? More or less, right? using a lot of reverb, using a lot of arrangement and sounds, which really complement his voice. So, yeah, I like Ghost Like Girlfriend a lot. I think probably for newer listeners, Fallen would be like one of the, I guess, more accessible songs. I think all of his songs are very accessible, but, you know, Fallen is more of a straightforward sort of dream pop song. So Yeah, it's... For newer listeners, I would recommend either fa- Fall In or Before the Sunny Morning, actually. Because yeah. it seems like a song that the style you could listen, you can hear in America, actually. Right, right, right. Or it's, it's kind of soft, mellow, or soft, not overly overbearing, and kind of has just an interesting composition that kind of just blends well to the Western audience, I believe. Right. But, you know, it's it's interesting enough because I've I've liked this this project of Okabayashi's for a long time now, since I want to say a year and ago, a year and a half ago, since actually when we started doing the podcast, I kind of found out about him. And I'm actually pretty excited that we got to finally talk to him, uh, talk about him, like I did with the other Music Corner people with like Syrup and uh, She is Summer also, because he's kind of in that gray area <laughs> where we don't know what kind of things he's right. in. I, I mean, he just, signed with, he, he just signed with Emmy Records, but you know. <laughs> I remember when you first found out about him, you wanted to write an indie corner on him, but you found out that he wasn't. So you were like, "Ah, oh, if only we could have a category uh, for <laughs> artists that aren't indie. And well, you know, Music Corner was born, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, for the most part. <laughs> but yeah, with that, you know, I want to thank you guys for listening to that. And continuing on to now the Orkhan, which was also just as pathetic as last week. Hey, yeah, no. it, it's, hey it's no. a little better. Hey, no. Be- 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 people support those artists that are on there, okay? But yeah, first off is going to be. I'm, I'm losing my thought here. It is Hakujitsu by King New. Same as last week. Uh, we didn't get to hear what you thought about this song, Refer. Once again, I I shoved this song down your throat when you were here too. <laughs> yeah, I like uh, King New a lot. I think they fit in that same sort of genre uh, where you blend maybe uh, R and B, city pop, and electronic elements. And and um, I think King New also is another really chill band. Uh, he has really good. Uh, I guess the singer has really good vocals, right? So. Um, yeah, yeah, I like this song. I don't have much more to say. <laughs> yeah, we we all all the three of us ended up really liking this song, if I remember the correct yes. last week. Yes, 
This time, Hakajitsu sold a lovely 10,636 points. And going on, it is Cubers with their song, Major Boy. And this is their major debut. So, what'd you guys think of this? So, what you agree? I really, really liked the song. I wasn't crazy on the music video, but I really, really liked the song. I did like their outfits. What's funny is, I was like... I remember the last time that they were on the Oricon. This was right before they went major. And I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, there's one thing missing. And Major Boy ended up being a really enjoyable song. I would I would probably pick this up or if it, it's or it's one of those songs that if it ended up being on the radio, I wouldn't yeah. change the channel to. I'd end up listening to it in its <laughs> entirety. Or if I was like in Japan, if they start playing in the konbini, I would just stand there in the konbini like an idiot trying to listen to the rest of the song. Which some people do, if I remember correctly. I remember doing that a lot when I was in college. Just stay in the konbini just to listen to a song and listen to One Direction because I played that. <laughs> that was back when they were high, like like really popular. And back to the point that, you know... I. I don't think I, when I came back to America, I was like, I need to listen to One Direction because I miss that. <laughs> I it all the time. But getting back to Cubers, you know, it's it's interesting. I'm I'm very interested to see where they're going to go from here. It's a nice introduction to their major debut, and it kind of puts their foot down as saying, this is who we are kind of thing. Did you get a Johnny's vibe from it? Yes. Definitely. It's very Johnny. Yeah, okay, okay. What's it's really interesting very... about that is, do you guys know who wrote the song? No. No, I do it not. Was written, the the song was written and, and arranged by Tsunku, who, you know, is of Holo Project fame. He's the one, he, he's the boss of Holo Project, right? So it's interesting <laughs> that he decided to write a song very much in the old school Johnny's vibe, right? Mm. Cause that's, that's that is this interesting. Is totally what it what it reminds me of like it reminds me of like early two thousands, like Johnny's, right? Reminds me of early Odyssey. Yeah, 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 like, yeah. Legit early Odyssey. It really does, and that's a stark contrast to the trend we're seeing with uh, the industry, right? Because a lot these days there are a lot of, you know, with the success of groups like BTS, we're seeing a lot of uh, these male uh, J-pop groups being formed, more trying to emulate the sort of K-pop aesthetic of, you know, you know, strong vocals, uh, being, you know, good, great dance choreography, what more or less mirroring the K-pop, I guess, standard. So it's, it's, it's nice to see, I don't know if it's meant to be like a pushback or a throwback or anything like that, but seeing a release like this, because not only does, is the arrangement very much old school, you know, Johnny's early Odyssey, but even the dance choreography itself, right? Like it's really simple. It's not anything flashy. It's it's it reminds me of you know back in the day people would say you know Johnny's groups can't really sing or dance, right? And I'm not ragging on them, but you know their appeal was that you know it, they were more or less they could be the person next door, right? And so it's interesting mm. seeing. Like this in contrast to the trend, right? And I like it. I like it a lot. It's a catchy song. It's really upbeat. These guys have a bright future ahead of them. You know, 
it's interesting. I I wonder who I wonder who they get signed with. If it's if it is King, that would make a l- little bit more sense. It's King, I would think. But it, yeah, it, it King. is King. Then that makes total sense that what you call is compose this just to kind of be like harking back to the older yeah, style yeah it's great yes it's great it's actually really good so i look i look forward to more releases by cuber now more than ever yeah. <laughs> and this week it sold a lovely eleven thousand five hundred and twenty eight points and going on up it is how do no he by i'm young <laughs> not, not much we can say there still losing my bet yeah you know, this guess what? Marigold beat Hadunohi this week. <laughs> you know, I have a we we can't. So, so these were go, both go, go the, right these ahead. were both in the charts last week, right? Yes. So yeah, I, they've been they've, for 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 a while now, right? Yes. Yeah. So I have a student in one of my classes, right? So just just to recap again, uh, I I am in AOT working in Japan right now. I have a student in one of my junior high school classes who um the other day we i guess i I had to ask them to do like a sort of self-introduction and you know they're supposed to say you know my name is i like something something right and then one of the one of the students he's this really shy kid he said i like i'm young so i was like oh hey me too so you know i guess i'm young has been on the charts for a while for a reason you know these songs are very good. She's a very good singer-songwriter. Good vocals. Yeah. These the song yes, lyrics yes. are relatable. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I'm I'm interested. Do you hear this song in Marigold a lot in the combinis? I actually just do around? not hear much I'm young out and about. But then again, oh, I that's don't depressing. live in the city. I live in the countryside. So, no. Well, yeah. I, I guess it just depends on where you live. Yeah. Maybe, maybe by the time I go to Japan and they'll be listening to all the uh, the newer songs and stuff like that over and over and over, compared to how it is in the uh, the countryside. Well, I'll tell you this much: there is. A song on this list this week that I still hear very often every single time I go to one of my um, the markets I go to. But when it comes up, I'll mention it. I got a hinkling on what the song is. <laughs> and uh, kind of a throwback to a previous, uh, like maybe a month ago or so. I also still hear, um, what was it? Acha, 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 acha. So, at that same market, so... <laughs> If, you know what's funny is we haven't since that single got released we haven't seen it ever again. Yeah, it's kind of sad because <laughs> just depressing. They really tried to to make it go viral, like everything about it, right? The dance, the yeah, yeah, the simplicity yeah. of the chorus, like the, you know what they're trying. They're like, okay, we have everything we need. We this have, is gonna sell millions, right? And well, yeah, we have to we have to pander. <laughs> it's, it's the only way to make it. Well. You know, yeah. unfortunately, these things more or less have to happen organically, right? So, yeah. Anyway, but yeah, this week Hadu no He sold a lovely twelve thousand five hundred and one points, and going on up to number seven, it is Marigold by also by Amyo. <laughs> I legally have to say it like that. You know, I say this at work too because there's a, a coworker of mine that likes 
all the popular music, and I always tell her I always love I'm Young. And what sort of reaction do you get? Just a uh, just surprising <laughs> reaction, like what the hell? How do you know I'm Young? Yeah, so. But it's just it's just funny. We we said all we said about Marigold. It's still kicking butt. Close to a year out from its release, it'll be. It's overtaking Lemon at this point. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Yeah, I just realized. Yeah, Marigold is from last year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Oh. It's, it's not quite a year old yet, but yeah. it, it it's getting close. I I know the dates written in plain sight right there, but like I for, I couldn't for like I couldn't place my finger on it. I was like, I feel yeah, like but, I've heard this song before. <laughs> yeah, but when, when you're when you're look when you're looking on the site or you're not really paying too much attention to the year. Like you'll you'll. Like <laughs> to honestly, date. to the release date, you're like, like July 18th. Oh, that hasn't happened yet. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that that makes sense. That makes sense. I I okay. I I was a little confused. I saw. I just saw July 18th. For whatever for whatever reason, my brain just didn't register the 2018. I was like, what? Oh, okay. I'm just gonna go with it. Like I I, I guess it. Is gonna be released in the it's future, a, but the preview is killing it's a it right now. song from the future. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> it, it it's come back in time. Yeah. Still alive and kicking. Mary Gold sold this week a lovely twelve thousand eight hundred eighty-three copies. And going on up, it is number six with Toku Noma Saizebe Musume by NMB48. The pretty much the reboot song for the NMBs. So I want to hear your thought about this, Rumford. <laughs> oh, I enjoy this song. Um, it kind of reminds me. I'm sure. I'm sure by now there have been many other NMB releases that sort of gave this feel. But the introduction reminded me of their debut song, kind of. You know, uh, mm-hmm. what Kudo. Yes, Kurogane yes. no Shoujo or something like that. Sorry, I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, yeah, no, it's like Destructive Black Horse Girl or something. Oh, like it that. was it was Kurogami Shoujo. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know, it is supposed to be a tease because it's passing the 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 bar, so to speak, as a handle for the next generation because this is supposed to be the next chapter because this this song is the latest release. After um, the future graduated, mm, right, 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 right. Yeah, big shoes to fill. So, so. yeah. Uh, the future, if you guys don't know, because that's a term that me and Renford only use, is uh, it's Yamamoto Sayaka, your new favorite crush, Gray. <laughs> I, I like, I like her. I, she, she's got good vocals. Yeah, she's actually a really good <laughs> singer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, like, she's really good. I, I I liked her 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 solo work that came out a, a few weeks ago. Just a fun fact: mm-hmm. so she was in a band actually, if people aren't familiar, called Mad Cats with the Z, it's spelled exactly the same way as the fighting game Peripheral Company. And yeah, she was R- in that <laughs> before joining NMB48. So she was the lead guitar mm. player in that band. And Which understands a lot now from my point of view. Yeah, so yeah, when she did that, um, you can actually find their releases um, online. 
And I'm sure... I don't know if they're in circulation because I believe they were just so... I believe those were through an indie label, but I don't know if you can still get physical copies of them. But I, I believe you can listen to them somewhere on the internet. Mm. Preferably legally. Mm. Yeah, we're not, we're not going to say anything else about yeah. that. But yeah, <laughs> but yeah Mad Cats. Now, now I need to mod my fight stick. <laughs> You're reminding me that I have to do that. But yeah, this time it's so they lovely 13,472 copies. And going on up, it is Remember Me from Man with a Mission. That's very acute timing there on your part, Gray. <laughs> Un- unintentional. I didn't realize that the um, the digital release would be last last Wednesday. I do what I can. That's, that's pretty funny, though. <laughs> so... Why don't we talk about Remember Me here? <laughs> yeah, uh let's 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 start with you, Gray. It, it I will say I was really looking forward to it now having heard it. I, I'm kinda okay on it. I'm not crazy about it, but it, it's a solid song. It's got a good it's a slower song and uh it's got like a it does have a good melody, it has a really good guitar rip. Uh but all in all I don't think this is one of their stronger performances. And I mean, if you're a big fan of Man with a Mission, I think you'll appreciate it. But I, for me personally, I, it's not some of their other stuff. It, it's a little, it's a like Winding Roads, a really good slow song. I, I thought they, I felt like that was a pretty good. Take Me Under was another really good, powerful slow song. This isn't quite up to that. It's just kind of in the middle so to speak you know it's this song is a much better song than left alive in my personal opinion because <laughs> that song was not good in my <laughs> and that's fair too I, i'm not i wasn't a huge fan of that song either so what about you Renfro? how'd you think about the song i had difficulties listening to the song but um from what i remember it, it was a good song and see i would imagine because you're in japan you would have a much easier time listening to this song, seeing as how Sony makes it almost impossible to listen, to like find their stuff outside of Japan. But inside Japan, you you would think it'd be like super easy. Yeah, I think maybe that has to do with the fact that I have a Spotify account. That's I think it's still tied to the U.S., so maybe that's why. Oh. Yeah, maybe that's why. But and also, you know, this song was only released digitally and yeah. through streaming, so. There was no other way to get it, and we kind of went over hell and high water just to kind of find the song. Yes, <laughs> yes. So it it's interesting nonetheless, though. But you know, this this time it sold a lovely fourteen thousand four hundred and two points here. And going on up to number four, it is freaking Kyun 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 no Dashte by Okay, sorry. Yeah. Now keep going. I love the song. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's awkward. <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah. It, so this is the song that I hear like every day when I go to the market. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can I, see why it's it's like it's just catchy enough i lady, at first lady I, I wanted to you know smash my head against the wall not because it's a bad song but just because you know particularly the chorus it it just once it's in your head it 
will never leave your head. You're trying to fall asleep. You can't sleep because you hear all you hear is kum 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 like nonstop until like four in the morning and you have to go to work. But you know, since then I've just embraced it. You know, it's just it. <laughs> yeah, and I enjoy it a lot even to this day. It's there are elements of it that uh, I don't want to rag on the forty six or the forty eight groups, but you know. There are certain releases that remind you of other releases, and initially I thought the verses for this song were along those lines. But you know, all you need to remember is "kyun kyun 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 doshite," and <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> I like this song a lot now, so for better or for worse. But yeah, you know, this week it sold a lovely fourteen thousand eight hundred and forty points here. And going on up, it is Yoshimoto Zeka forty six with their song Konya Wa Eya. Yeah, so I believe I was the only one who was able to listen to this uh, because I'm in Japan. Yes, this was a great song. Yes. and thank you, Sony. So if you're familiar <laughs> with Yoshimoto Zeka forty six, it's an idol group produced. By you know Yasushi Akimoto, another one of the forty-six groups similar to Nogizaka and Keiaki Zaka forty-six. Um, this has a different concept, obviously. The it's it's full of a bunch of comedians of all ages. Uh, so you know they oh. aren't trying to go with the typical idol aesthetic. In fact, they're not trying to be idols. They're just it's apparently trying to be more of an entertainment venture. So it ha- there are some musicians in it, but. It's mainly like uh, Japanese comedians, otherwise known as Owari Games, and there are a lot of members in it. So, if you listened to the previous release, their debut single, which released back in December twenty sixth of last year, two thousand eighteen, the title for that one, Nakasete Kure Yo, that featured, if you're familiar with Japanese comedians, um, you know, a, a bunch of. Uh, a bunch of comedians, which this time around have a there, there are different. There's there are different comedians in this video as opposed to last time. So I guess they have a rotating sort of roster for each song, and that song, you know, gave me more, uh, you know, like drinking vibes, right? Like it's the kind of song you would go to the bar and you kind of sing together, like a like a fun, you know, uh, kind of song. It's not like it's not an upbeat. Dancey, you know, sort of song. Like it's a song you, it's a song you karaoke when yeah, you're you karaoke. Wounded. You're all just drunk and wasted, <laughs> and you just sing together, right? What you talking about when we're drunk and wasted? We love to sing heavy rotation. Well, so in that vein, this song for this week, Konyawa Eyang, is that sort of song. So this song is a very upbeat sort of disco kind of vibey song. It starts off oh, sounding. Man. Similar to Stevie Wonder's "Superstition," before it go, before it, uh, it goes into you know more of a. What 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 could I liken it to? Yeah, it was a very fun video featuring a lot of comedians. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't, I I'm not that familiar with comedians despite living in Japan, but um, it features all the usual quirks, uh, all that they do in the video. But yeah, different vibe. It's a uh, upbeat dancey sort of disco song so i enjoyed it a lot sorry i don't know you're piquing my interest with yeah, this I song i don't know what else was able to listen to it 
Oh yeah. Also, thank you, Sony, for that. <laughs> but yeah, Konyawa Eian sold a lovely seventeen thousand six hundred and four points, and going on up to number two. It's all good. <laughs> um, Idol Master Shiny Color Fragment Wings number two. We can go now. I did not like the first song. I love the second song, but you know that's just me. <laughs> See, I was in a hurry when I was okay, listening to this, okay. so I only listened to the first song. So how'd you like that song then, Gray? <laughs> it wasn't terrible, nor was it good. It, it was solid Idol Master fare. Wait, 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 excuse me? You like, but you don't like, we can't go now, we can't go now, we can't go now. Look, 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 it's not stuck in your head yet. Just just let it, let it sink it's, in. It's, it's not. Actually, I don't even remember how the melody of the song went, so. <laughs> I just remember it being, oh, it's not terrible. I don't hate it or anything like that. It's, it's just... I want to kick it off for kind of pop, uh, potty coffee or something. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because, you know, I can't judge the song too harshly because I'm literally listening to the same exact genre of this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is Bang Dream and... and <laughs> And Ray Star. Uh, yeah, I was gonna say mm, yeah. similar. But... I cut to be and too like critical. several and several of the seiyus that I love. It does double dip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep, some of your favorite seiyus are uh, you know related to Idol Master. So. Yeah, like I can't hate it too much. Like one of them is part of the Little Sisters group, and I'm like, I, oh, I the really Cinderella girls. This. No, 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 no. Um, it's literally the. the it's Idol Master. It's like the little sisters. Oh, it's oh, like oh, yeah. The, the the younger Emoto versions of some of the main characters in the series. Yeah. And one of my favorite seiyus, she is actually one of the main members in it. And I, <laughs> I love, I love my, I love her to death. But I cannot support Idol wait, Master. Wait. Uh, are you able to name the seiyu, or is that? Is that something you? It's uh, it's Nakashima Yuki. Oh, okay, it's Yuki. okay. Do, do do we know who that is? Yeah, she played. Yeah, yeah, she plays uh, Lisa in Rosalia. She's the main bassist, yes. and she plays a girl named Yuki in Idol Master, also, which is one of the little sisters of the other characters. I was actually debating whether to download. I do have the Idol Master game because I was going to do it for streaming purposes and just cringe purposes because it would just be an hour of me riffing on <laughs> Idol Master. <laughs> it's like, but you know, <clears throat> like the the iPhone game isn't available on the American stores, so like we, I know we can't play it or I can't play it. Like I would have to import like the PlayStation game or. If there's one for Switch, I'd have to import that or something. Like, like. But yeah, regardless of that, <laughs> Shiny Color Fragment Ring 02, we can go now. So they lovely 23,015 points there. And going on up is The Dark Knight. <laughs> my one and only. Swear to me. Swear to me. Yeah, The Dark Knight was, was one, of, one of the best movies, well, one of the best superhero movies of all time, that's for sure. You wouldn't get the trigger to any other person. <laughs> but in all seriously, I, I, I hate this song with a passion. <laughs> like, literally, I really thought they were going to talk about The Dark Knight. No, Batman. no, no. But no, I was strongly disappointed. Kind of like when I watched Batman Forever. 
George, George Clooney. George Clooney wasn't your favorite Batman. That that I mean, he did. Batman he did for, give uh, me the bat bat credit card, <laughs> and don't forget, that, that, never leave the cave without it. That's Batman and Robin, not Batman Forever. <laughs> Batman Forever is about <laughs> Val Kilmer. Oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. My bad, my bad. Yeah, but yeah, going back to the other Dark Knight here. I love this song. Oh god! <laughs> <laughs> like I had, I had the volume on my laptop of twenty when I started this, and by the end of the song, it was at maxed out. I was, I was like, yes, sounds good, so good. I, I liked it a lot. It's, it's a, it, I, I think it's a fun song. It's very, very Korean influence. Yeah. I'm not going to deny that. Like it's very, like, like. From the top to the bottom is very, very much a Korean influence song, but the rap is very solid, and the vocal work in the song I really enjoyed, and I like the dance choreography in the music video. So, like, it was like the trifecta for me. I really, really like this song. Well, I mean, uh, we talked about a similar uh, artist in Music Corner, I Mad Kid, right? Yeah. 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 They, 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 they do have a similar... They're, they're kind of similar. Kinda they're similar, in the same vein. Similar. Yeah, same same sort of, uh, you know, K-pop influence, uh, boy band. Yeah. I... <laughs> so on one end, we have Ken, who absolutely hates this song. On the other end, <laughs> we have Grey, who absolutely loves this song. Huh. Where... Which side do I take? Um... I swear to God, <laughs> I I don't want to hate this song, but I I don't want to love. This I don't want to love this song. I <laughs> so, uh, let me just say this. Regardless if if I like it or not, I think it is in my head right now, and so um I that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> so the dark knight sold a lovely 46,956 points there freaking bts one <laughs> like they're so korean it, it blows my mind like not even just the way they look not even just the way the song sounds like the way they sing, like, like the way I feel like it's Japanese, but it's like they're trying to sound like Korean people see, singing Japanese. See, see now to me per- personally, it does not have nearly enough bass for it yeah. to be remotely close to being Korean to me. Because like every time I hear Korean music, it's just like, well, here's the bass, and you can kind of forget that other crap. Like, none of that's important. And I'm like, this is at least, you know, using other instruments. It has a melody to it. It does have, like, traditional song flow, which I think is typically missing from a lot of Korean stuff, which is why I don't like it. But, like, I like I like this song because it still has, like, all it, I guess it is Korean influence. There's definitely a Korean vibe in it. And I had to, I had to, like, the whole time I was listening to it, I was like, is this English? Is this Korean? Or not English or Korean. Is this Korean? Is this Japanese? Like, I was trying to figure that out, 
And I'm like, nah, it's Japanese. I can tell it's Japanese. But to me, like, it's just like it, it's like it's like um it's like a Korean Japanese infusion style sort of similar. Like like yeah, they're aping the Korean style, but they're still keeping it different. Mm, I see. And, and and that that I appreciate so mm-hmm. so I, I like because I, I I can't stand BTS so oh, sorry army sorry army don't listen to this don't <laughs> please please you don't we, we, sorry we, army don't don't yeah don't, we don't flare sorry, us, army <laughs> he didn't mean that he didn't mean what he said no, don't attack us don't 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 uh, take our site down please please we 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 appreciate please, BTS yes. we respect BTS. <laughs> We love it when they're singing in the Japanese market. Yeah, we, we they we love it when they they do what they do. You know, they... yeah. Yes, they're they're <laughs> they're amazing talent and unrivaled originality. You, oh, you're talking about what you're talking about one and only, right? Uh, yes. 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 <laughs> Hey man, there are, there are people very good on both sides. <laughs> yeah, I, so I just noticed that this video has over yeah. two million views. So um, Jesus, I wonder why. Uh, <laughs> so you know, power. There are varying opinions it's... on. Uh... You know why? You know why? Because people are stupid enough to look up the Dark Knight and instantly found that song instead. Well, it's like, oh, because they're like. Oh, yeah, like like kids, right? Because uh, when did the Dark Knight came out in two thousand and eight, seven, eight? Oh God, it's <laughs> eight. I want to say eight. Two thousand eight. Yeah, two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. So so you know there are young people, right, who who didn't get a chance to see it in theaters, right? So maybe maybe they're glancing over some lists, you know, ever since you know the DC and uh and Marvel Cinematic Universes became so popular. Um, I'm sure there are kids looking up Dark Knight, right? And they they think this is the theme song for that, right? Dark Knight. <laughs> it so if you type in Dark Knight in Google, it's the fourth thing that pops up. Oh, there, there you go. go. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Using that SOE friendly link. Yeah. The second one is also a music video, but it's a Travis Scott music video. Oh. Well, we don't talk about Travis Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know anything about him, so whatever. But yeah, let's continue on to the albums. Let's just glance that over just ever so. But yeah. Let's see here. Uh, we got one okay. That sounds about right. I'm yo. Also. And back number. <coughs> Sorry. <laughs> you okay there? <laughs> Something went up my nose. <laughs> uh, Nogizaka46 also. Also on there, and also the army BTS with map of a map of the soul persona. Yes, yes. Which Co- is probably congratulations, gonna... army. Congratulations, yeah, gun, BTS. Congratulations, we, army. We we we're not against you. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> we love you. Yeah. <laughs> and free hugs is still hanging on there, which is good because kiss my feet too needs all the support they needed. Also twice. That's not really surprising. You know, I'm glad we, 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 we're not against twice either. We're not, you know, yeah. We're not, yeah, we're not against twice either. Who would be against twice? They're awesome. Exactly, exactly. See, yeah. Anyway. 
I'm glad Nogizaka 46 is still hanging in there. It it'd be interesting to see if they're not going to. <laughs> it, I, I I would love to see how this album is going to do overall because the it it's been showing up like a, a, a for a while now, right? <laughs> uh, it's only been out a few weeks. It came out uh, April 17th. So it's only been out a month. Eh, like I said, and it's it's always been on there too. So Yeah, true. Wait, are you, are you telling me I need to go and support my girls in Nogizaka 46? I mean, you can. I will say if you get the limited edition... Uh, you might want to grab like a tissue or something because all it, all the DVD yeah. is just literally is <laughs> yeah. like graduation after graduation after graduation. Okay, sorry. Oh shoot, graduation after graduation after graduation. Yep. Oh man, you know, <clears throat> you know, this brings me back to when Achan graduated. I watched. <clears throat> I was I was tearing up. And you know they they she said her goodbye at the concert and I was like okay I admit that and then she had her live performance which they streamed live on YouTube and I stood up for that and I did not have an enjoyable work day the next day but yeah. I stayed up for that and I watched it and I was like oh man it's the end of an era because then everything went downhill. Ken, after Ken and I are battle hardened <laughs> veterans. Okay, we've been we've seen we've seen it all, right? We've seen some stuff and 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 we have PTSD from. Just having to go through so much loss, right? We we were big fans of AKP48, and we lost everybody. They're all gone now. We lost everybody. They're all gone. <laughs> well, almost all of them. Well, basically all of them. Basically all of them. They're all gone. They're they're in a better place now, right? So we just have to get knocked up. <laughs> you don't you don't see it, but right now I'm doing the the TT pose because of that. Just like T T just like T T just like that, just like that. Don't you wanna be my baby? No, I don't. I, I can't sing. <laughs> I can't sing worth a flip. But that but never yeah, stops you know, me. <laughs> you know, Renford, I'd like to thank you for coming on again. Oh no, thank you for having me again. And uh, I would very much be looking forward to participating in future podcasts as well. Yes, yes, yes. You're, you're li- literally our fourth chair at this point. <laughs> <laughs> I think once you pass your fourth episode, you'll be th- our ongoing guest because you will have passed Kyo by then. Yeah, Kyo's only done three. Oh, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> well, I guess I'm looking forward but, to yeah. tying that record. At, at the very least. Yeah, pretty soon. <laughs> but yeah, I want to thank you for coming on. And, um, but yeah, you know, I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully we have a better week on the Oricon than this week. Because I do not want to listen to The Dark Knight ever again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I look forward to its wonderful return. <laughs> looking forward for work. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking more forward to that than anything else. Well, right now. <laughs> now you know that's a dark day. <laughs> you know, I, 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 God damn it. <laughs> but, but yeah, you can find us 
on Twitter and Instagram at ongakudu. You can find the site at ongakudu.com. You can find us on YouTube at ongakudu or YouTube slash ongakudu. You can find us on the Facebooks on facebook.com slash group slash ongakudu. And you can find me on Twitter at otyken1. Where can we find you, Renford? You can find me on Twitter at Renford D. So that's R E N T F O R D D. And where can we find you, Gray? You can find me at Ongaku Gray on Twitter.com. Cool beans. And I want to thank you guys for joining me on this episode of Ongaku to You. It's always fun. Always, always fun. But yeah. You guys take care and have a wonderful rest of your day. Aloha. See you. And see you next week.